0: It's another edition of Let's Boogie Your favorite podcast that does not have a schedule Your favorite unorganized podcast Your favorite all over the place Show where it's just two dorky looking white dudes with glasses Talking about whatever they want to talk about And actually this week we have things to talk about What a novel concept (laughs) <laughs> There's, so this one might uh, take a bit long uh, the Oscars of this weekend Super Bowl for film nerds like my co-host who is a real cinephile um, some stuff happened this past week we're once again going to be all over the map but that's the beauty of podcasts so uh, let's get that thing rolling but hey enough of my yakking what do you say
1: let's boogie let's boogie let's boogie if you have crack let's boogie no one is going into your no. asshole. I well know. I wouldn't let him without the crack. man the man the
0: one knew was going
1: to do with Ha
0: Justin made another one. Ha <laughs> <laughs> packing of bills gone. <clears throat> Anyways, we are a we spent we spent the last five minutes talking about how a tiktok sound that's uh baby with the six flags song in the background goes hard so yeah that is the precursor for um why we just started that podcast why we just started it like that we, i um, mean it
1: does. i need the full version immediately so i can use it for the intro and outro for the rest of time <laughs> <laughs> because i will for the for- memes
0: it's probably on SoundCloud somewhere. I mean, it has. I mean, it has well, to be. I'm pretty sure. On I'm pretty
1: sure somewhere. the the original video is like a single video that's like a minute and a half of just a bunch of different <laughs> uh, songs with the baby rapping over them. Um, but yeah, I just finished Let's watching just... Um, Falcon and Winter Soldier. What uh, what what were your thoughts on 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 the show as a whole?
0: Well, once again, we're gonna be we we can both wholeheartedly admit that we were late to the party on this uh, MCU Disney Plus thing, back to back shows. Me <laughs> where later we, than you, uh, you later than me. Yeah, no, I um, we got told we got told by our former uh, co host that the show was w- dumb and uneventful and not worth watching. And I got really bored one night and I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just gonna watch <laughs> I'm gonna watch the first three episodes. And I'm like, this goes kinda hard. <laughs> this is, this is kinda cool. Um, I I thoroughly enjoyed this show, and I I, I I will say it's just comes down to the likability of the two main characters more than anything.
1: Um, I would agree because, like, off the bat, better than WandaVision uh, oh, yeah. by a country mile, oh, yeah. I would say. Actually, not really. I gave them both three and a half on uh, Letterboxd. I think I gave them both four, but that's because
0: I'm, like, I think, over 50% of my ratings on that app are four stars. <laughs> so that doesn't really, doesn't really mean much. But, yeah, the characters <laughs> for sure.
1: I mean, nobody nobody really cared about Wanda and Vision before that show. Um, but I, I even said in my um, review for it, uh, Sebastian Stan is just awesome.
0: Sebastian Stan, I said in mind that he just continues to like fly under the radar man. Not only is he just, I'll say it, good looking guy. Just a, just a good looking guy. charismatic dude, uh, good at what he does. I know there's been some internet talk about him possibly uh, being cast as young Luke Skywalker
1: yeah um, I've I've seen that and I've also seen him comment saying unless Mark Hamill personally asked him to take the role um, then there's no way that he would touch that but I can see it I can see it I for can, sure
0: I can see it too he's got the charisma but uh, back to another back to the Disney property that we we, we wanted to talk about <laughs> Um I think the 4th and 5th episodes of the show pretty damn good. See, I'd like, say the 4th and, like, and
1: the last one, that 5th one was a little eh, it, was, it was a little boring. I didn't Well, I think it was the most
0: like uh the most human episode of it, you know, cuz it actually involved dialogue and wasn't like you yeah, know. I would
1: agree, but that's
0: not what wasn't I came like, for. <laughs> I know nobody, nobody came to the MCU for dialogue. Nobody they came can't.
1: to the MCU.
0: Nobody. <laughs> nope, can't do it. <laughs> can't do Moving it. Moving on. Moving on. Um, the action throughout the series was pretty good. It was a little jumpy sometimes, a little you know, a few too many cuts here and there, but still just that patented you know MCU stuff. Um, I really liked um Disney just being like, Hey, Kurt Russell's son. The government's gonna call you Captain America, but you're really just Captain Toxic Masculinity. You're just a douche. You're just Captain Angry. Um you're just I mean, I, t- I told you this, I man. you're predestined to uh to be a prick when your name's to play a prick when your name's Wyatt. I mean you're just you're it's it's you know it, it comes in the
1: job description for sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No. It's like, okay, we need. Disney was like, we need a dickhead to play Captain America. He's got to either be named Wyatt. I really liked him in this show, too. No, I. So I think the John Walker stuff was like, probably this, you know, aside from the Sam and Bucky, you know, obviously their stuff was good. I think the John Walker plot line was pretty good. I was very interested in all that stuff. Him, uh, him getting you know at the end, spoilers, duh. Him at the end, you know, getting told that he's going to be a U.S. agent. I think that well, I'm interested to see where that goes. I think that, that I mean that means we'll see him again. We'll see more of him in future MCU stuff. Yeah,
1: now that he's a now that he's a super soldier, I'm sure that him and the Winter Soldier will meet up again for sure.
0: Well, and like I so. To the last episode, I think the last episode, and this was the case with, with WandaVision 2, one, it was kind of short. Two, it tried to do a lot. And like 45 minutes, you know, it's not like, it's I like it's a 22-minute like network sitcom. But they still tried to fit like a lot into 45 minutes. Like a lot of people were looking forward to Bucky, like, you know, making amends with the old Asian man and, you know, telling him that he killed his son. And I thought that was going to be, like, you know, an emotional, like, dragged out, like, deal. It was rushed. And it lasted, like, 20 seconds. Yeah. Um, <laughs> The... Call that bitch um, Tom
1: Sawyer. It was rushed.
0: It was rushed. That's a tease for the movie of the week. <laughs> <Look at us. laughs> um... I... I forgot how how attracted to uh sharon carter i am i hate to admit it yeah um, I she she's a she's a bad she's a bad bee i need a bad bleep sharon carter um i
1: liked i liked <laughs> also the seriousness of this show in terms of like a lot of marvel content nowadays revolves around like comedy um and this one had some serious themes. I don't think it necessarily like did a great job, but it tried, um, you know, the whole racism thing and, um, the whole like, uh, John Walker, um, trying to fill the boots of Captain America, but like you can't replace that. Um, I just thought, and also just like, Him just, like, straight up killing someone was, like, a great dramatic turn in the show. That was, like, probably the best moment of the show for sure. Uh, Like, him standing there with, like, a bloodied Captain America shield was such a powerful image to me. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy?
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. But, I mean, it's just, like, he... I mean, that was just the, you know, the... They talked about, like, the the, ser- the serum, like, you know, corrupts people, makes them, like, who they truly are or whatever, and that ended up being that. No, I I, 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 I liked I how quickly... I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I
1: don't think it was that, though. I think it was him just being a fucking maniac. Well, yeah. And, and, and the serum gave him the power to act it out, more so than, than turning him evil, you know what I mean? Yeah,
0: but I liked how quickly we got to see the badass Captain America suit with the wings and all that. The goggles kind of
1: flew me for a loop. I'll be honest. When he first showed up, I was like, this is whack.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, I, uh, yeah, I'd agree. The goggles, I mean, he's flying though. The man can fly. and I guess that's part of it. Uh, him, like, I didn't understand the point of, uh, of george st pierre i don't know why george st pierre was there um when he was like working for sharon like to spy on the bad guys and he's like i'm i am here to kill the falcon and then they just like brawl it up for a bit and he cornily tells him au revoir and flies away i'm like we really brought in george st pierre for that yeah um so I think the biggest you know complaint that I've seen people have, and I would definitely agree with it is how we don't really get a rationale or like a backstory for the uh, for the bad people for the uh, what's their dumbass name? The flag smashers. that's what the it, globalists. Yeah, we, don't, we don't get like a backstory for that. I did a little research. I guess they were supposed this was originally supposed to be like eight episodes and because of the old because of the old pandy the it got cut down because of the old pandy wandy it got cut down to six and we didn't really get like a a back on uh, on uh, what's her face and the <laughs> what's her face freckles and yeah freckles freckles with the I mean freckles with the fucking sexy accent though I don't care yeah she's in um, uh, she's she, in solo she, too uh, yeah, I I I I dug her accent. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I li- I liked the way she talked. I I I.
1: Yeah. What's but, up, baby girl? Uh, I like the way you talk.
0: We need to fight for our right. One world, one people.
1: We need to fight for <laughs> our right to party. To party. <laughs> <laughs> um.
0: But the and like Sharon. Like getting shot and then being like, "Sorry, Auntie, I'm different." Bang, bang, and killing the killing the main the main baddie. Kind of whack. Uh, Sam like flying with this dead girl in his arms. Kind of whack. Yeah. Um. The like him like giving a stump speech to these politicians at the end. I did. I did. I will admit, I did like the stuff with uh, with Isaiah Bradley. I liked that. I liked yeah. the you know the statue at the end and him finally like taking Sam seriously, giving him a hug, all that stuff. That was that was good. Um, I will say, I didn't really have that high of expectations for either of these first two MCU like Disney Plus deals, but, but they were very both enjoyable. Much look- they were both enjoyable, but I am very much looking forward to the next
1: one. What is the next one? That is Loki on June, June 12th. Yeah. I know. I I know the bad batch is coming out next star Wars. So I will be watching that. (laughs) Yeah. So I'll be watching that. (laughs) I'm
0: not nearly like deep enough into the, It's all right. It's all right. Watch a kids show. So, yeah. But, uh, ooh, and of course, the way that uh, Falcon Winter Soldier ends, Bucky, Bucky achieves what we all set out to do in our lives, and that's get invited to the cookout. (laughs) (laughs) Bucky 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 definitely
1: is invited to the cookout.
0: Bucky got invited to the cookout. Had kids hanging on his arm. Uh, was probably macking on uh, Sam's sister. We can't sell the boat, Sarah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is our legacy. We can't sell the boat. <laughs> yeah, but overall, good show. Um, I can't really excuse the first uh, three episodes and the fifth episodes were a little a little dull. But overall, good time. Um, do I do I
0: dare say? And I know you said you didn't like the first episode. Do I dare say I could have gone for more uh, Bucky in therapy? Is that a hot take?
1: Um, yeah, I think mm, eight episodes would have probably been a, a better idea, focus a little bit more on, um, on Bucky and, and Sam as well.
0: Oh, I agree, but I enjoyed it. I, I'm interested to see if there's what the, I don't know what their plan is with these like miniseries. Are they like gonna have like multiple seasons? Is this just like the in between until they start making movies again? Um, I it's tough to tell. I
1: think they're just one offs. To I mean, every character featured so far in these series have been um, underdeveloped. I would say in the movies. So yeah. I think the I'd series agree. are just, you know, content.
0: Kind of like setting the table for like the post end game, like world. Yeah. Which the post might be games. fucking wild. Yeah. might be a little whack. We, we still have like secret invasion and the scrolls and all that shit. I mean, there's plenty. I mean, I think spider, you
1: know? S- spider man and Dr. Strange could be two mind fucks. Um, Along with, did you see the the trailer for um, um, Bruce Lee and the and the and the ten- Shang Chi <laughs> and
0: the Ten Rings? Not, I couldn't yeah. remember his name. Bruce but. Lee. That's all, That and that's only the second worst. I can't remember his name. You've had this week. Good gracious. Yeah. So sidebar, we're we're sitting on PlayStation <laughs> oh, yeah. last night, and some somehow someway the Chronicles of Narnia movies come up as a topic and we remember that the movie came out in 2005 and this man goes, and yeah, Liam Neeson was the lion. His name was Alan. (laughs) And I'm I'm like, um, I don't think that's what his name was. He's like, no, I'm pretty sure, man. He was, he was the lion named Alan.
1: (laughs) Just, just the most basic white dad name for a lion. And then but you looked just, it up and, and... I looked at the cast list and I'm just like, what the... F- like, James McAvoy was in this
0: movie? He, James McAvoy was Mr. Tumness. And I get down there and I'm like, yeah, the lion's name was Aslan. Not Alan, you dipshit. <laughs> and, and we're just like...
1: 2005, what a time. Cue uh, Jurassic Park 3 clip where where he sees the uh, velociraptor in the plane and the velociraptor turns to him and talks and he goes, Alan. (laughs) (laughs) Terrible movie. Anyways.
0: (laughs) But uh, speaking of movies from the mid to late 2000s, I guess we'll just get this out of the way. We'll just go into it. Uh, this week's Let's Boogie movie of the week comes from the year two thousand and nine. A whole a beautiful year. A beautiful year. Twelve years ago, and that is the movie I love you, man. Uh, the perfect length for a movie. Buck forty-five. Yep. Um, on Amazon Prime, I. I actually watched this movie on Amazon prime. And then I looked at my, uh, (laughs) this is going to be the oldest sentence you ever hear me say, looked at my movie pile. I have this movie, but it is in a case (laughs) from when the blockbuster in West Omaha closed. Sure.
1: Of course. We all have a couple of those. (laughs) Mine is, uh, I have a Saturday night fever one and a Kung Fu Panda one.
0: (laughs) Yep, we all God. have a couple of those. Yeah. God, I love you, man, in the blockbuster in the blockbuster case. Um,
1: great movie. Uh, great rom com. I would say definitely one of the highlights of the twenty first century of rom com movies. Uh top ten even, I would argue. Um <clears throat> I hate how like relatable this movie is. Yeah, it's just a couple of dudes broin down. <laughs> well, not even
0: like broin down, like the awkwardness of like being an adult and trying to make friends,
1: like it's it's so <laughs> true because like once you get out of high school, like you are forced to um, you are forced to be with these people for five days a week, yeah. and they're not like your work friends where you're getting paid to be there. You're all just kind of there, so you're just like it's just proximity. It's proximity yeah. friends. Yeah. yeah, and so as soon as you get out of high school, dude, like college, even if you're not in a frat or a sport good luck yeah like and being in a frat, friend, you have to pay to have friends
0: well even like i mean even like for me man like you know i wasn't in a fraternity but like i was a part of a you know college athletic program for three years i don't fucking talk to any of those people yeah. <laughs> those people those, pe- those people aren't my friends they don't give a fuck about me
1: yeah
0: um but um I mean, and you know, speaking of the year two thousand nine, I mean, we get curly-haired Andy Samberg, gay vampire, vampire weekends on the soundtrack. There's like multiple references to the way the show Lost ended. Yeah, I mean, it just it just I, doesn't I, get more like two thousand,
1: like late two thousand. I I this. also love because I specifically r- remember <clears throat> the whole iPhone iPod Touch thing coming up around this time. The two thousand like. 2006 to 2009 is such a weird period of movies where they like talk about the internet and like <laughs> Paul Rudd like walks into the diner to meet the old guy and uh, he's like oh so you're using the internet now and I'm like nobody's said that in a sentence in 15 years <laughs> oh you're, you're you're on the web now yeah this is like Paul
0: like Paul Rudd like I this is. This is a sad sentence. I I relate to Paul Rudd's character in this movie in way more ways than I should. Just like, "Oh, you're you're into that." And like just the awkward, like the awkward, like awkward phone calls, like awkward phone calls that he goes through in this movie. Dude, Paul like, Rudd
1: <laughs> Paul Rudd trying to be cool in this movie is possibly the cringiest thing like ever <laughs> ever put on film. Ever put on film. Uh, like him Like, condensing words down. Ladies on the manji. Yeah, like,
0: (laughs) bro. So I remember, like, watching this movie with my parents in, like, like 8th grade or, like, freshman year of high school. And we thought this was just, like, the funny... We thought this was, like, one of the funniest movies ever made. Just mostly because of, like, the corny little, like, one-liners that they say. Like... Slap it to base and like, they all the other like random corny shit. Like this movie inspired me to eat fish tacos for the first time. I'll be a hundred percent honest. This is yeah, what those fish like,
1: tacos were, were the best. This
0: is what made me this movie inspired me to eat fish tacos. Um J- Jason Siegel just looking like a complete bum. Rocking shorts and Uggs. Ugg boots yeah. and walking his dog and Telling somebody to mind their own fuckhole when his dog shits on a concrete sidewalk. Like, I know this
1: movie also inspired you to listen to Rush again, but did it inspire you to jerk off into a condom? No, <laughs> it did not. It might be a move. Have not tried it myself, but it might be a move. I mean, he makes he makes valid points. He makes you a have valid many argument. Valid points. Yeah, you have many valid points. Um.
0: Um, what's his face the uh, forget what his character's name is on Brooklyn Nine-Nine yeah does, is this a prequel the Brooklyn Nine-Nine yeah, with Andy Samberg yeah, and old uh, Joe uh, Joe
1: guy Latriglio yep, or whatever yep. whatever his name is from Wet Hot American here Summer here we go, galaxy
0: here we go like yeah. maybe this movie also inspired me to get into soccer maybe D- did it I don't know just all Big Galaxy guy, can, oh yeah, huge LA Galaxy fan. Um, no, just this movie, like, like we said, like it's it's a. You said that we need to accept uh, dudes calling things cute.
1: Yeah, it's a cute movie.
0: It's a cute movie. It's a cute movie. It's a good watch. You're never gonna watch it and be like, I've, I hated that. If you just want to like throw something on, get a good laugh, be like. That's cute.
1: I also I also love how, how this movie brings up brings up the um the the point of girlfriend guys. Like guys <laughs> who are so committed to their relationships that they have no boys. And it's unfortunate how many of them I know like in in my own life. Like <clears throat> yeah, chicks are cool, but I mean you gotta you gotta have the boys. Yeah, I agree.
0: We know, we know, we know a few. We know a few, uh, a few girlfriend guys, um, and also just like the scene where he's having the open house at Lou Ferrigno's house, and Jason Siegel's like walking him through, like the guy trying to hold in a fart is still like yep. a timeless, like that's timeless. That's one of the better like Jason, comedy. Jason
1: Segal kind of low key ruled the two thousands and with How I Met Your Mother as well.
0: Jason Segel had like a run. He had like How I Met Your Mother, forgetting Sarah Marshall, this movie. Um, what else was he in? He was in like a couple other things, wasn't he? He was like he was like he was like the goofy, the goofy sidekick. Um, <laughs> don't forget, he was he was in the Muppet movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's not let's not forget he was he was in the Muppet movie. Um, this is the end. Knocked up, he was not Knocked Up, he was, uh, yeah, he's in like a bunch of these movies. Um, he had a good little run there. Don't know what he's up to. Maybe he's like writing puppet musicals. I don't know. I think but, he's turned into um, a producer as well. Ah, okay. Okay. That makes sense. But yeah, I love you, man. If you want to throw on like a quirky little cute movie. It's the good length of time you know, to just throw something on. Throw this on. It's on Amazon Prime. So next um, week...
1: Would, um, would recommend it. Next week we're going to be... I am in film classes right now. <clears throat> and I have to uh, do a report on a director that I um, enjoy thoroughly. Um, a man by the name of, name of Taika Waititi. I chose him because... Um, not only is he from outside the US which is a requirement but he's also um half in, indigenous half jewish had an interesting upbringing and um we are going to be watching Jojo Rabbit it's on HBO Max it's the story you've probably heard of it it's a story of a boy in the Hitler youth who wants to be the best um nazi he can be while his 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 mother houses um um a Jewish girl in their house. And the boy happens to have an imaginary friend that is Hitler, played by none other than Taika Waititi. So that is this week's movie. Um, it'll be fun to talk about. I'm interested to see what, what, uh, what you think of it. Okay.
0: So that's that. Um, so now we're just going to get into, like a list of, like, things that happened. Because there was kind of some shit that, uh, that happened this week. We'll start off talking soccer. The Super League. Born April 18th, 2021. Died April 21st, 2021. Um, The Super League was, like... People who don't even talk about soccer were talking about soccer. For the, like, three days that the uh, Super League existed, people were saying, like, what would the college football version of the Super League be? What would the college basketball version of the Super League be? And us being cultured lads who know a thing or two about soccer had to deal with the fact that both of our clubs
1: were a part of this mess unfortunately and like if you're still confused on like why this pissed everyone off um the greatest comparison i saw for like american um fans of sports would be imagine um the four most popular NFL teams the packers the cowboys the Patriots, and
0: the Steelers
1: Steelers decided we're going to play the regular season, but when it comes time to the playoffs, we're just going to do our own playoffs, and every year, no matter our record, we're going to get to be in it. And we're not going to let anyone watch it unless they pay a separate fee, so we're going to make a shit ton of money on it. And the problem with this is I think promotion relegation is one of the greatest things about the English um, football system because like teams can't tank. Like imagine the worst four teams in the NFL don't get to play in the NFL next year because they get sent down to the fucking XFL because they suck. Yep. <laughs> so, and what makes this so great is you get teams that would never get the chance to do anything, have the possibility of doing something. Leicester, for example, they were promoted to the Premier League in 2015, I believe, stayed in one year, and then won it the year after, like against all odds. And it really is like, if, if you're a good team, you deserve to play the better teams. If you're a bad team, you fucking, you, you suck. You, you go down. And I wish every like sporting thing in America, um, adopted this,
0: especially soccer,
1: especially, especially especially
0: soccer. soccer, because the MLS is basically, you have to have a rich owner who can afford to buy into the league. Um, and like afford to like, build a stadium
1: and now there's too many teams there's we're we're gonna reach a point in the MLS where there's gonna be too many teams
0: I think there's are I mean there's a lot of teams in like the the smaller leagues man like in like the the USL leagues there are like like there are a couple USL leagues that have like almost 40 teams yeah like it's absolute, it's absolutely absurd it's crazy but um so the thing with this is like, I will I will wholeheartedly admit that at like first glance, I did not hate it as much as I should have, and then I like thought about it, and I'm like, mm, eh, it's kind of just like the, it's like the rich kid club.
1: Like okay, I was gonna we say, Tottenham it. We, and United are not even in the Champions League. Yet they want to play in the Super League.
0: Well, it was like, uh, well, and, like, you forget that. Arsenal.
1: Yeah, Arsenal, who's in, like, fucking
0: 10th place. Arsenal, who's comfortably in, like, 9th. They haven't, like, Comfortable.
1: done shit. Comfortable. Comfortably
0: <laughs> in 9th place.
1: Comfortably ninth 9th place.
0: <laughs> like, like, it just, you know, um, the fact that, like, the German teams, like, Bayern and Dortmund said, no, nah, we're good. Um, even like PSG, who plays in a farmers league, was like, eh, we're good too. Yeah. And it was literally just like half of the quote unquote like super league was EPL
1: teams. Yep.
0: And then it was what was it? Barça, Real, Juventus.
1: Uh Atletico, both of the Milans. Um I'm spacing off on the last one, but yeah.
0: Well, I'm just like, and here's see, here's my thing. Like I, like I'll, I'll admit it. Like I'm, you know, I'm a Liverpool fan through and through. Um, but the whole like, I feel like there was a little bit of overreaction.
1: Yeah, I would agree. Like
0: just like a tad bit of like, you're not thinking about the fans. Well, like, people
1: were also saying what? this is the day English English football dies. And I'm like, no. Considering how quickly everyone was, like, turned off against it, it more so united, like, the world against, like, rich people. So it's not the day that football died. Uh, I do think there needs to be some type of punishment, though. I think that's the only way the owners are going to actually, like, like, like you can find these teams as much as you want, but when your pockets are basically empty,less like the owners of these teams.
0: So I so that's where I kind of. What do you punish them f- like? What like? Okay, they weren't like this. Reminded me, and I this is just a very corny thing for it to remind me of. This reminded me of when so when in the f- like in the fall when like Scott Frost was like oh we want to do whatever it takes to like play football like we want to you know we'll go play a game in Uzbekistan we want to try to play games and people in like the national media were like Nebraska wants to leave the Big 10 they're going to go back to the Big 12 kick them out of the Big 10 oh what are we going to do they they're talking crazy when at the end of the day it's all about money if you really want to, like, try to pretend that sports at any level isn't all about money, you're fooling yourself. You're, you're absolutely fooling yourself. And, like, I, I understand, like, the complaint about, like, okay, the players are playing too many games. They're like, 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 here's my thing. If top flight European soccer wasn't all about money they wouldn't the players wouldn't like messi and ronaldo would not be making literal butt loads of money they wouldn't be making more money than the normal person in the world will ever see in their lifetime to play soccer if that's not what top flight european soccer was about it's about money trust me i i i'm the biggest history nerd in the world i understand the working men built this club you gotta evolve and I'm not saying like I'm glad this isn't happening I'm glad it's not happening it was dumb, it's unnecessary they've already got a league where they decide who the best team in Europe is where teams from different countries play each other it's called the Champions League there's even a secondary level to that and it's the Europa League there doesn't need to be the rich kid good old boys club but at the end of the day, if you're out there and you genuinely believe that these like these clubs are just in it for the love of the game you're already like past the point of of delusion,
1: yeah, but the fans are in it for the love of the game, and the fans, for that reason, that's why they revolted, I think, because like as much influence as. Twelve owners can be um the influence of the people will probably always win out um like not exactly a mob mentality but uh you know this was a great situation to show that like the little guy can still be heard because at the end of the day like you have to evolve but this was this was a definitely a a tradition in my eyes, like promotion relegation, is what makes U- European soccer so great. And like I said, I wish everything would adopt it, like NFL, NBA, college football, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, and to basically like just turn your back on that completely. Um, well, I just don't, was just I an don't insult see- to the fans.
0: Well, I just don't see how they're how like. It's, it's not them saying, like, I don't get where promotion relegation has anything to do with it.
1: Well, they're because, still, because they're then... They're
0: still the, committed to the Premier League. They're not saying, all right, fuck the Premier League. We're out. We're just doing
1: this. Yeah, but, like, what's the point of a Super League if no one really loses? You know what I mean? Money. Yeah, but that's that's <laughs> not what the fans want, like I said. Um promotion relegation creates like a tribal a tribalism with with european fans and that's why they tune in every year they they tune in because like you don't know what's going to happen in the prem like f- fucking sheffield can beat manchester city at home it's not out of the question
0: well yeah but at the end of the day liverpool man united tottenham arsenal and chelsea and man city aren't getting fucking relegated
1: no but it's it's up in the air whether they make europe or win like Leicester a few years ago or the fact that like west ham could fucking make the champions league this year like they could get promoted because they're a they're a good team this year and they've earned it as opposed to west ham not being included in the super league because of money it's like fuck that that's boring well, yeah, I mean, I, like, I, yeah, I
0: mean, it's, I, I kind of get what you're saying, but I'm also, like, yeah, I mean, like, don't get me wrong, I hate the concept, I hate the, I, I get that, like, no, I hate the concept, I think it's stupid, but it's just, I think people, like, way, way, like, over, over, you know, not exaggerated. I'm trying to think of the right word because you don't exaggerate something. It actually happened. The team put out statements that they were going to do it, but I mean, I think I think well, the the thing that like got me was like the we're going to kick these teams out of the Premier League if you're yeah. gonna if you're gonna if you participate in in it, you're not eligible for the World Cup. And like, I I, I heard people say that this was like this was a way for that like these clubs trying to like more so give the middle finger to like UEFA and FIFA. Yeah. And that part I completely understand because FIFA is the most corrupt organization in sports in the entire world. So like like oh, it's a great idea. You know where we're going to have the next World Cup in the middle of the desert? And the stadiums are going to be built
1: basically by slave labor.
0: Yeah, that'll be good. Yeah, no, we'll do that. Um, yeah, but, it's
1: uh, it's all fucked up. But, you know, I don't actually agree with the whole, like, points um, deduction thing um, that a lot of people are talking about. What I would love to see is simply a one-year ban in Europe. I think it would be funny as fuck if, like, all these teams – couldn't be in Europe, and you have fucking West Ham, and like Leeds in the fucking Champions League for a year. Leeds in the Champions League. <laughs> My God. <laughs> let's see. Let's see who would be if if those teams if those teams were banned that were included in in the uh, Super League. Currently, the teams that would make the Champions League would be. Leicester, West Ham, Everton, Leeds, and then the fucking Europa League would involve Aston Villa and Wolves. I just think that would be funny as fuck to not kind see a single like top six side in Europe. I would agree. Just for a year. It's no, not like...
0: I, don't get me wrong. I'd love seeing Everton get their ass kicked. That'd be really <laughs> yeah. fun. That'd yep. be really fun. Liquidate that hellhole of a team. And like, you know, I mean, this just it just goes to show the power of soccer that this was like a talking point for like multiple days. We're recording this on a Friday night and it's almost feels like it's old news already because it like came and it like came and went so quickly. So that was talking soccer. Greatest sport in the world. Yeah, that was talking soccer. The most popular sport in the world. Now we're just going to go down a list of things. Came out this week that uh, in development at uh, the streaming service that everyone only has because of Spotify Premium, Hulu, they are looking to make a sequel, speaking of Jason Segel, to How I Met Your Mother called How I Met Your Father, starring Hilary Duff. Sponsored by Not Your Father's Root Beer. And I'm here to tell you, y'all can can
1: keep that. Y'all can keep that. We don't need it. We don't need it. Are you... Are are you... so Hillary Duff is going to be Ted Mosby? <laughs> I guess. That's, I didn't even know. Didn't even know Hillary Duff was like acting still. I didn't I, know she. I was I think like... she's a mother first. Oh, okay. And I think this is probably. I, I just didn't know sitcoms were were still a thing. Well,
0: they kind of are. I mean, like, I mean, I don't. I don't. When was I the last time it'll... you
1: sat down and watched a sitcom that was that was like currently airing? Uh, I think I watched. The Goldbergs, like five years ago, with my family.
0: Well, I don't even know. Like, I feel like sitcoms, like, there's a difference between like the sitcom that has like a laugh track in the background, but I feel like there have been some shows that have been popular recently years that are like fit the sitcom mold. Like, people were like obsessed with uh, what's that show? Shit's Creek. That's a that's a sitcom, basically. Still doesn't have a laugh track, and it's on Netflix. I haven't watched it, but like I don't know. It's just like we don't need this. The the last season of How I Met Your Mother already let me down so bad. I don't need a bad sequel. No, yeah, no. Um, our sons, Greta Van Fleet dropped a new album this
1: uh, past week, Battle at the Garden's Gate. What are your thoughts? Um. At first I even texted you I was like sorry to say this is um this is uh what do you call a deprovement? is that is that is, is regression
0: Digre- regression this I don't is know. a
1: this is a regression for sure um but <clears throat> that was only because I think I listened to the album on the way to work and I got to song like 8 um and then 9 10 11 and 12 all came and I was like nope great what an an improvement for sure on pretty much everything they've done already um like I think the middle of this album is forgettable as hell probably the worst stuff that they've that they've done for sure um Stardust Chords Light My Love and fucking Tears of Rain are all not good but Heat Above my Way Soon, Broken Bells, Built by Nations, Age of Machine, Caravel. Barbarians, Trip the fantastic. Trip the Light Fantastic, and Way to Dreams are all very good. Um, the Way to Dreams, too. Holy shit. That fucking solo. <coughs> pretty good. Um, pretty, also, pretty, pretty, pretty good. I mean, Josh Kizka. Holy fuck. Sing your fucking heart out, buddy. The man can sing. Dude, like, his vocals on this album just show, like... If you don't like if you don't like Greta Van Fleet, see them live. Your your opinion will be changed. I've seen them twice now, two of the better concerts I've I've been to, for sure. I would agree. You saw them at two completely different venues, too. Yeah, saw so them uh with you in 2018, fucking Sokol Auditorium. How many people were there? Like a couple hundred? Mm-hmm maybe i don't, I don't like know like two to three hundred possibly <laughs> no nah,
0: they're more like five yeah five, five. six
1: um yeah. and then fucking jump two years later to red rocks when they're huge and i was yeah. like god proud of proud of my boys proud of my sons we are yeah.
0: We, we you don't know if there's any bigger uh greta van fleet podcast out there we're
1: we're we're, we're a top we're a top greta van fleet but I pod. would, um, I would probably give the album overall like a seven out of ten, maybe an eight.
0: Ah, I was gonna say like a seven five. So yeah. we're on, the, we're on the same page. Uh, good release. Good to get new music out there. Yep. Um, makes me want to see no- him live. <laughs> yeah, concerts are coming back. Can't. They're wait. happening. They're getting announced. Um, so this probably won't last long. Uh, this past week in my opinion, was a lesson in the internet. Um, on, What was that Tuesday, Wednesday, the, uh, verdict in the, uh, Derek Chauvin, George Floyd trial came down and some just all time, terrible tweets were on the internet. Like you can keep that to yourself. You can, you can leave it. You, you know, we all get it. The, uh, the guy who there was a video of killing someone for nine minutes got convicted of killing somebody. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. And then there's the people like uh, like my new least favorite person in the world, Ben Shapiro, who reacted to a CNN anchor saying justice is served by saying, he wouldn't have said that if the opposite verdict had been reached. Yeah, Ben. Because justice would not have been served, yeah. my friend. That is, That that is, that is logic. Yeah. If you ever think that, like, you're, you know, there's plenty of stupid people out there. There are also people who think Ben Shapiro's intelligent. And tune in to his content. Like, he uses big words. He's so bright, and I honestly think he might be the top of my shit list. Gonna be quite honest, I think he might be number one. He might I be think, my least favorite person I think on the planet. Ben
1: Shapiro as a human is the definite. Like you look up, you look up the term "prick" in the dictionary. Like "prick" fits him very well.
0: I mean, Ben Shapiro is like Ben Shapiro is the kid in school who just like butts into every conversation. He's like, well, actually, yeah, if exactly. You, if you which, know
1: that, like, which I would think is like a know-it-all prick is basically what he is. And he's basically the kid on the Polar Express with <laughs> with the glasses. <laughs> um, that being said, um, I wouldn't necessarily call him like not smart. I think I think he knows what he's doing um i think he knows how to get a reaction out of people and i like he was way out of line on this one but like occasionally he'll he'll i don't think any one person on any side of the of the spectrum is is dumb by any means everybody brings up good points for some things occasionally he does um not as often as alex jones obviously who um could be a preacher if he wanted to um <laughs> but oh boy <laughs> yeah um yeah. Know-it-all prick is definitely the word I would <laughs> like. How there's unlikable can be. There's a difference between
0: be? being intelligent and just knowing big words. In my opinion. But there is uh, that is a great question of how unlikable can one can one man be. And he's he would definitely be a good character study. There was also the Las Vegas Raiders tweet, which not only did they post, they doubled down and pinned it to their Twitter profile, and it is still there, and the owner of the Las Vegas Raiders came out and said that it was his idea, and that he stands by it, and he said, I didn't really understand like the negative connotation of that, I must not really be a smart guy, so... Shout out Mark Davis and his middle part and
1: his white track suits. But what you got against the middle part? Leave it alone. That's all I'm going to say. Leave it alone? Leave us middle part guys alone, okay?
0: Do you want to be associated with Mark Davis? Do you know what Mark Davis looks like?
1: No, but I don't really want to after, after you've said it in that tone. Oh, you said buddy. it in a tone. You said it in a in a discouraging oh, tone buddy. that immediately oh, I was like, I
0: mean, probably not. You, I mean, I said middle part and I lied. This man does not have a middle part. I don't know why I said that. This man just has like.
1: I mean, okay, this, then he can get the fuck out of middle part nation.
0: No, he. I don't know what middle, what planet middle part came from, but. That, that's what Mark Davis looks like.
1: Gross.
0: Yeah, that's what Mark Davis looks like. You don't want to, yeah. I should have said bowl cut because he's just got, yeah, no. He can take his bowl cut and his white track suits.
1: I can't wait to have a bowl cut mullet in a few years.
0: (laughs) I do love the idea, though, of, like, team owners, uh, like, being the people in charge of, like, team Twitter accounts. Like they don't have like a social media team. It's just like the team owner like yeah. posting stuff on the Mark,
1: Twitter. The the uh, the the Dallas Mavericks would definitely be one to follow if oh, fucking cu- Mark yeah. Cuban. Cuban
0: Cuban would kill it. Um, yeah. The the cow the Dallas Cowboys on the other hand, Jerry Jones is old. A lot ass of racism trying, <laughs> trying to run a Twitter account. Would probably not be
1: great. A lot of bullshit coming out of coming out of that man's mouth.
0: Um, the last two things on the bullshit, well, not bullshit. The things that happened this week. I'm tired of hearing about the Paul brothers boxing. I'm really tired of it. Um, the internet needs to stop. Like, how
1: did those two motherfuckers stop getting or keep getting uncanceled?
0: See, I think the only one that like got canceled was Logan.
1: Yeah, and like, how the fuck did he recover from that? i'm still like that was beyond fucked up
0: i don't know
1: i genuinely do
0: not know um <laughs> that the the fight last weekend the fact that people paid money to watch that i genuinely like feel bad it was basically like a glorified concert even Dude, though like, and
1: it was rigged did well, you see
0: though- the highlights Yes, dude. I watched I watched
1: an illegal stream of it. I have I was just, I just I watched think, the two minute clip that was posted on YouTube because like bro, like Askren fucking got up and was ready to fight again and the ref called it. And I was like yeah, I don't know. This man. dude's taking worse punches than that. Like it was a good punch. See, don't I, take anything away from the punch, but like I was like, really? That's how see, you wanna I don't call know, it?
0: I don't know what I was more disappointed by. By that or just how bad? my boy Justin Bieber sounded when he was performing during that. Oh, he performed. Biebs
1: sounded terrible, like a like a 20-year smoking smoking veteran.
0: No, I mean he just sounded like <laughs> sounded like a, it sounded like a bad talent show performance. Like that's that's what it sounded like. It's like, "Oh, it's my time. This is my big moment." And he sounded
1: horrible it's all Haley, man she's putting him (laughs) down a path
0: it might be i mean i'll admit that song about peaches is kind of a banger but you know he he sounded he sounded bad the fight was bad now supposedly logan paul's gonna actually get into a boxing ring with floyd mayweather on june 2nd and that just why money yeah just call just call
1: it this just call this episode money for nothing. Because Mon,
0: money money for nothing.
1: Like <laughs> Ben Askren lost that fight on a bullshit call, but he still walked away a million dollars richer from it. Yep. <laughs> and that's probably the only reason he was there to begin with. Which is mean, fair likes, to him.
0: Just chase I mean, the bag. He, I mean, he said all week, like, leading up to the fight, he's like, oh, I don't know, like, how good of a fighter Jake Paul is, but if he's, like, a good boxer, I'm screwed.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> and uh, that ended up uh, being the case. And last but certainly not least, we have two, well, one of um, one of these people we're about to mention is uh, on the Mount Rushmore of Dream podcast guests, and the other one, well, not so much. There are a lot of people in Texas who want Matthew McConaughey to run for governor of Texas. There was a recent poll that showed him beating the sitting governor, Greg Abbott. Um, There are people who think that he should dive into it. Uh, I think they asked, I saw they asked, uh, they asked W, they asked former Texas governor George W. Bush about uh, McConaughey possibly diving into politics. And George said, Oh, well, it's a tough business. I don't know if he should get into it. It's it's a tough business there, feller. Um, now watch so, this drive. We must stop these terrorist killers. Now watch this drive. Um, so we could see a McConaughey for governor campaign. We also may have the unfortunate... <laughs> the unfortunate task... Of seeing a Caitlyn Jenner for governor campaign
1: in the state of California. Yeah, when are we? uh, When are we gonna stop letting actors and personalities in politics?
0: Yeah, I was gonna say there are a lot of things that people think was like the worst, like say what you, you know about Trump being president. I think the worst thing about Trump being president was now that everyone's like, I wonder what celebrity's going to run for office
1: now based on
0: nothing other than fame.
1: Yeah, we have this these fucking narcissistic megalomaniac personalities deciding they want to run the country and tell us what to do.
0: Yeah, let's mix just two of the worst possible like groups possible, celebrities and politicians.
1: Yeah. Just
0: just the just the slimiest the slimiest groups of people imaginable and there's still people out there like he cares about me. He's worried about people like me. No he's not. No politician is worried about you. Sorry to break it to you. But yeah, that's a thing that could happen because that's the world we live in. I hope McConaughey doesn't like get into politics because I feel like he's just got it made. Just like being the cool guy who... He's taking it about, easy like, for all us sinners, for sure. He definitely, yeah. All right, all right, all right. You got a joint? Be, Be a, a lot, lot cooler, cooler you. if you did. Um, so that is like that is our little rundown of all the random stuff that happened this week. We will close with this week's top 5 draft. Um, I had a few ideas and then we realized, oh, we did that already. So we're going to this one's kind of out of left field. We are drafting 5 non-basketball players. That we would consider to be our dream pickup basketball team. Obviously, we are on the team. Five plus us makes six. You have one sub. Pickup basketball. Yeehaw! So, do we want to do a phone flip again? Why, of course. Okay. What do you?
1: What side do you want, sir? Uh, I'll take. I'll. I'll. I'll take the face.
0: It is the back. So I have the number one pick.
1: Okay. Sandler. <laughs> That's a good pick. That's a good pick for sure.
0: <laughs> this man um, this man always dresses like he's ready to play basketball. He's always in the baggy shorts and some J's and just a way too long T-shirt. Uh, from what I've seen, he's kind of nice with it. Um, so I thought this, was an e- this, is, this is an
1: easy one. The Sandman. Well easy pick for me honestly uh number one pick of the draft goes to little dicky i i knew <laughs> i knew that one was coming because I the kn- di- the i mean are we not gonna say that little dicky's not wet from three i mean buckets speaking of little dicky that was another thing that got announced
0: is that dave dave season two comes out the week of my that comes out the, the first episode comes out the day after my birthday i'm excited
1: yeah it's me a good, too.
0: good good little gift to me if you haven't watched the first season of dave go watch it one of the funniest uh series out there um number two pick um obama
1: it's <laughs> <laughs> a great e- pick it's a easy, great pick
0: easy Bar- barrio sandman and me that's already a trio. Yeah. That's already the goofiest basketball trio imaginable. imaginable. You're not right. But Barry's got that lefty stroke from three. Probably can take some dudes off the dribble. Give, give me Barack.
1: <laughs> well, since, uh, since he had a whole movie about it, I'm going to assume my number two pick has some skills that he's got hidden underneath. He's also 6'3". My boy Will Ferrell. He's got to have something going on. He's got to have something going on. I like that.
0: I like that. Okay. Okay. Good. Good call. Um, my number three pick, he's probably going to be the point guard. He's probably bringing the ball up. Um, he's been in like a bunch of these like NBA all-star celebrity games, just being goofy as hell, but he's kind of got handles. Uh, Kevin Hart.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's that's fair. <laughs> that's totally fair. Definitely.
0: Um, I mean, that's. I mean, we're, we're, this team, man, we'd be we'd be a hoot. We'd be a great squad.
1: My number three pick will be Tom Segura, um, because, <laughs> I mean, him trying to dunk at however old he was at the time of that video is hilarious. But you know, you know, he's got some moves. If he tries I mean, to pull he only tore his ACL, MCL and broke his arm just trying to dunk. I mean, I mean that's <laughs> you, you know what that is? That's that's hustle and it's commitment and that's what I want on my team. <laughs>
0: um what is this? Pick 4. Um pick 4, I am going to go with uh, another speaking of another show that's coming back we need we need some some goofy dudes on this team so we're gonna take ted lasso himself jason sudeikis that's a good uh, one huge kansas basketball fan he's also done like the celebrity games and he he can probably hit from three so we've just got we've got an absolute bomb squad right now we're
1: we're yeah we're we're we'll be all right out of left field only because I've seen like post game interviews of him just being being a weird guy um and the fact that he's he seems like a cool dude and a baller I think I'm gonna have to take jack Harlow at four because i've seen Ooh. i've seen i've seen him do post game interviews for like basketball games so like I'm thinking in my head i'm like Okay, if he's doing the post game interview, then he's playing, he's playing the game. So, he's he he he's got to have some s- some skills on the court.
0: Um, so last pick here. Last pick.
1: I already got my s- center pick for sure.
0: Oh boy. I don't even want to know. Um, I think my last pick might have to be um, just, it's going to be kind of a, you know, he probably had game when he was younger, not so much anymore, but he could probably lock the paint down. I think Brad Pitt played basketball in high
1: school. That's your center pick? Yeah.
0: I'm I wasn't like going by position. I'm just thinking yeah, like yeah, no,
1: actually I
0: redact this. He's no longer alive. But this is fantasy.
1: I don't it's, think you can go for dudes who are alive who, who aren't alive anymore.
0: No, no, no. This is a dream. Dream scenario here. It's a what if. It's a fantasy draft, Matthew. Kay. Let's not take this too seriously. Print. Prince. Prince? Was, yeah was prince a baller have you not seen the chapelle show sketch no
1: based on a true st- oh you haven't seen that no i'm i'm supporting dave i'm not watching the show on netflix it's, well well it's, i used to it, it's back on now he got paid okay well then i'll get on <laughs> it i'm not as big of a chapelle show guy as you are
0: so there is a famous Chappelle show sketch with Eddie Murphy's brother Charlie Murphy rest in peace where it's called Charlie Murphy's True Hollywood Stories and he tells a story about how when he went over to Prince's house and Prince like tried to get Charlie Murphy and his friends to like play pickup basketball and like supposedly Prince was like Prince could hoop so give me Prince we've got the most we've got
1: the most absurd five out there well my number five pick is gonna run the paint i'm taking the rock give I me mean, the, the rock rebounding in the paint yeah he can he ain't gonna do much else yeah that's 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 all i need i i need a glue guy i need a board man board, the board man, man gets paid. board man does get paid yeah the
0: board man does get paid
1: and as a bonus i already got my six man too you ready for this one Oh boy, Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn. Give me Vince Vaughn. He's tall. He was in dodgeball, so he's got some moves, probably. Yeah, and he's Vince Vaughn. What else do you What else do you want?
0: Uh, my sixth man, just as a complete joke, is Nick Saban. <laughs> um, if you know, if you know the, if you know the story, so at Alabama. There's, like, famous stories of, like, the football staff at Alabama playing, like, pickup basketball on, like, Tuesdays at noon in the offseason. And supposedly, like, the story is, like, Nick Saban picks who he guards. He picks who has to guard him. He calls all his own fouls, and he just, like, runs shit. And he's just like, nope, nope, that's not a foul. Nope, that ain't no foul. And just, like, is is a prick. But supposedly there's, like, legendary stories about all the assistant coaches he's had that have come through Alabama, like, having to play basketball. Like, like imagine, like, Lane Kiffin. Imagine Lane Kiffin playing pickup basketball. So give me Nick Saban to just be a dickhead and just boss people around as my sixth man. Be the pest? Oh, pfft. He's gonna have to learn to be a pest from me. We got two of the biggest pests in basketball between True. me and me and the nictator. But so now we'll actually wrap it up with what I forgot about the Oscars of this weekend. It's your Super Bowl. I mentioned this in the intro. Um, Sunday night, the Academy Awards. Uh, it was definitely a a weird year for movies. To be quite honest, I have not watched many if any of the best picture nominees I know like who they are I know who like the actors and actresses that are nominated for their performances are but I haven't watched the films so this is kind of your time to shine with some predictions brother
1: have at all it all right predictions um I'd really like to see Riz Ahmed win for Sound of Metal I think he was the best performance for sure but uh, some 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 picks I would pick over him. I would maybe take Riz as an underdog, um, but Gary Oldman and Steven Yun also put in great performances. I would I would like them as well. Um, actor in a supporting role. I didn't know Daniel Kaluuya got nominated for that. I thought Judas and the Black Messiah was about him. I I, I didn't see that one. Um, I like Paul Racy as well. But I think it'll be one of the guys from Judas Daniel Kaluuya or Lakeith Stanfield, who I enjoy as a person as well. So I would like to see him win. Um, Actress. uh, Frances McDormand, I think, is a no-brainer for Nomadland. I think the rest of these are just... yeah.
0: She's nominated Um, for an Oscar? Actress in a
1: supporting role. I think it'd be funny as fuck if the chick from Borat 2 won. But I think oh, it'll be brother. Olivia Colman for the father. This can be like
0: her. This can be like her third Oscar, right? Yeah. I mean, doesn't she? I mean, she just does. I mean, she British she's, people shit. She just kicks ass, takes names, does British people shit, and wins awards. Like I don't know. I'd also good, like to good see on you
1: live. Mima from uh, Minari win win for that one. Animated feature. Did you see Soul? I did. That is a movie that I watched. I think Soul is probably going to take this one pretty easy. I think
0: that's pretty easy, yeah. I don't even know who the other nominees are, but that movie was pretty good.
1: Now, cinematography is definitely interesting this year. Um, I'm going to go with Nomadland, because I really liked how that movie looked. As uh, as friend of the program,
0: Chris Hetty, just said on his Letterboxd review of Nomadland, a lot of long shots of Francis McDormand doing Francis McDormand things.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, it's a good looking movie, but I could also see Mank winning it as well. I think that's a good looking movie, uh, directing. This is a tough one. Uh, Chloe Zhao for Nomad Land might deserve it along with Lee Isaac Chung for Minari because it's such a personal film for him. Um, wow I just said film I'm sorry guys personal movie
0: you're a film
1: guy (laughs) Um, I'm the
0: movie guy you're the film guy the rules have been
1: established for how David Fincher was robbed for the social network I think he did a really great job directing Mank so let's let's give it to the old Finch Um, documentary I have not seen any of these editing hmm Huh. Mm. Uh we'll give it to Nomadland because Chloe Zhao directed, wrote, edited, produced. Yeah, she did all of it. So, we'll give it to her. Um International, I've heard another round is great. I've heard that movie's like
0: depressing as hell, but I'm very interested in watching almost anything
1: that has to do with Matt Mickelson. So, well, just because I like Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross, I don't care if they win for Mank or Soul, but they should win regardless because they're great. You know, The Social Network. It's how, it's, it's how we roll. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll get to Best Picture in a second. Sound. Every Sound Award should go to Sound of Metal or Mank. Doesn't matter. Visual effects should be Tenant for sure. It has some fucking weird effects in there. Writing adapted screenplay. Let's see, Borat is nominated for a writing Oscar as well.
0: I mean, don't you th- I mean that's Sorkin's to lose, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Well, that's for original screenplay. Yeah, for Trial of the Chicago Seven. That's an original. I thought he adapted that from something. <gasps> Guess not. Huh, um, interesting. I think you should probably win that one, yeah. But adapted screenplay, mm, go for the father, just because that seems like an Oscar movie. And then Best Picture, it's a tough one because like none of them are far and away the best. Uh, who, are Minari, the, who are the
0: nominees? Please tell me like the total. Is it ten this year? Like the usual? nominees are
1: one, The Father, two, Judas and the Black Messiah, three, Mank. Four, Minari. Five, Nomadland. Six, Promising Young Woman. Seven, Sound of Metal. Eight, The Trial of the Chicago 7. So eight nominees. <clears throat> no, MCU. Really... no MCU movies got nominated for Best Picture? No. <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, what? None of these, I think, really far and away better than the other, except I think Sound of Metal is my favorite out of these. It was my favorite movie of the last year um for sure um minari is also very good i'd like to see that win whether it's sound of metal minari or no land i would like one of those three um the father i haven't seen judas i haven't seen promising young woman is not that great it's it's basically a female joker movie yep and the, 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 the Trial of the Chicago 7, while a good movie, is not Best Picture worthy. So if you haven't seen Sound of Metal yet, I would try to check that out. This is like um, the big difference between, you
0: know, years past and like obviously because of, of the pandy. Like most of these movies you can go watch on stream like this weekend before the Oscars if you really wanted yeah. to. Um, yeah, I think... Almost all of those are on a streaming service of some kind. So
1: well, plus it's a great year because I'm I'm a fan of I'm a fan of indie filmmaking. Like Nomadland, I know they just like shot that movie in like 13 different states over the course of like three months. Pretty cool. It was basically just like a couple people going around with a camera filming. Francis M- McDormand be really good at acting. Um, yeah so a lot of independent filmmaking sound of metal was also a directorial debut so um really great yeah sound of metal should win wouldn't hate minari winning and wouldn't hate nomad land winning as well so yeah oscars check mark virtual oscars woohoo
0: Remember yeah i i, we, remember I will not we, be watching yeah remember when we did like an almost like two hour like oscar episode two years ago remember that yeah how far we've come yeah. but <laughs> any, anyway that wraps up this week's episode we appreciate everyone for tuning in we appreciate everyone who has been listening week after week and uh yeah we know that like our wheelhouse is mostly sports, um, but, and this is a weird time where there's really just like baseball and soccer. And I guess the NBA playoffs are coming up soon here. So that'll be something, but, uh, we appreciate everyone sticking around. Um, and we'll hopefully once Matt finishes up his semester, we'll, we'll, (laughs) we won't, maybe we'll, maybe we'll have a, 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 schedule for like every week, but you never know. We'll just have to see. Well, nonetheless, we appreciate you guys. If you want to, like like I say all the time, if you have any questions, if you want to call us idiots, if you want to slide into Matt's DMs, email us, tweet us, DM us, whatever you want to do. Um, we love you guys. So, yeah, see
1: you next niggas.
0: But I don't got the time. Just hopped off a private plane and went and hopped on 85. Nah. Go cut my show for bitch, cause I don't like to drive. Yes and some girls back to back and we gon' fill them That's up with vibes. Oh.